A new look at, if it will be your will, prayers. It's common practice for us to end our prayers with, and we ask all these things according to your will, amen. This is as it should be because we cannot demand God to do anything. We must always pray in humble submission to his will. Let men pray that they may be divested of self and may be in harmony with heaven. Let them pray, not my will, but thine, O God, be done. Let men bear in mind that God's ways are not their ways, nor his thoughts, their thoughts. However, could it be that we don't fully understand what God desires to teach us through his invitation? Pray according to my will, and my answer will be yes? Could it be that, if it be your will, has become only a tagline that we throw on the end of our prayers just to be safe if things don't turn out the way we hope? The Bible records Joshua's prayer when he commanded the sun to stand still. Sun, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. Joshua 10 verse 12. Wouldn't it have been wise to end his bold prayer with, If it be your will, O God? That way he would have been protected if the son did not obey. But for some reason, he did not pray this way. When Joshua prayed that the son would stand still, he already knew that this was according to God's will, because God had promised him that his enemies would be overthrown. However, the key here is that he had spent significant time seeking the will of God prior to making that bold request. Then, instead of sitting back in calm complacency, waiting for God to deliver, he went to work, and as he worked, he prayed. He, Joshua, did all that human energy could do, and then he cried in faith for divine aid. The secret of success is union of divine power with human effort. The man who commanded, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon, is the man who for hours lay prostrate upon the earth in prayer at Gilgal. Men of prayer are men of power. To pray with Joshua's bold confidence, we must know the will of God. And the only way to know the will of God is by learning to know him personally through his word. This is not about impulsiveness in prayer, but rather about being rooted biblically upon a solid foundation. This means we are praying in alignment with God's will as revealed in his word. Ellen White tells us, the man who is working according to God's plan will pray. Let it be known this day in my work for suffering humanity that there is a God in Israel and that I am thy servant. Let it be seen that I am working, not according to my own impulse and wisdom, but according to thy word. When man places himself in this attitude and realizes that he is working out God's plan and that God is working out his plan through him, he is in possession of divine power, which knows nothing of defeat. All the power of counter-agencies is of no more account than the chaff to the threshing floor. E.M. Bounds, well known for his inspirational life of prayer and for practicing what he preached, made prayer a priority in his life from 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. for many years. 
As breathing is a physical reality to us, so prayer was a reality for Bounds. He authored numerous books on prayer that have blessed and impacted thousands. He writes, much time spent with God is the secret of all successful praying. Prayer which is felt as a mighty force is the immediate or immediate product of much time spent with God. Our short prayers owe their point and efficiency to the long ones that have preceded them. The short prevailing prayer cannot be prayed by one who has not prevailed with God in a mightier struggle of long continuance. Jacob's victory of faith could not have been gained without that all-night wrestling. God's acquaintance is not made by pop calls. God does not bestow his gifts on the casual or hasty comers and goers. Much time with God alone is the secret of knowing him and of influence with him. He yields to the persistency of a faith that knows him. He bestows his richest gifts upon those who declare the desire for and appreciation of those gifts by the constancy as well as earnestness of their importunity. Do we have the bold confidence and persistency of faith gained from knowing God personally, as did Joshua and others? Is this the pattern of our prayer life? If not, we should pray that God would take us deeper.